0: Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey.
2: Good morning, welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number three. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman, producing the Outdoor Show. This morning is Jace, and it is 6.03 here in the Bayou City on this Saturday morning. All right, let's head down to Corpus Christi. Let's check in with our good friend and fisherman and all that good stuff, Captain Cliff Webb, see what he's up to. Cliff, what's going on? Oh, man, just try not to drink too much coffee, Mickey. <laughs> oh, <that's,
3: laughs> pretty dang excited this week, I tell you, but I'm pretty pumped. <laughs> oh, it's just been nuts, man. It's All those slow-mo
2: videos you it's sent me, I sick. sent you back. Keep them coming, keep them coming. <laughs> <laughs> it was just sick, Mickey. Doubles and triples in
3: slow-mo. It. Yeah, it's just, I wish I kept, I can't, I, you
2: know, I can't tell you how many big fish we caught this week, but I'll just man, give you kind of a nice little. nice fish, man. All oh, that just so around and yeah. water flying out of the gills and that sucking sound. <clears throat> I love that. You see
3: that one where
2: we got a big fish on and there's
3: four or five big fish with him and my guy flips down there and hooks <laughs> it and he spits water out of his mouth with the lure. That was incredible yeah. looking at. That was so <laughs> amazing, but, well, let me tell you about this week. So I started last—I started fishing last Saturday. At the- we got thunderstorms in the morning, so I didn't get out until like 2 o'clock uh, a week ago in the afternoon. And just <clears throat> got in there where I've been fishing. Water was so brown in there, just nasty. I pulled in there. And I got my guys from East Texas, the guys that cleaned all my deer and stuff. I'm finishing up that trip from Friday with them. I had them Friday and Saturday last week. So we finished that trip up, pulling a flat, catch 40 or 50 fish, had one on. It was a monster, caught four or five good ones five or six caught a four and a half pound flounder got back home by six o'clock so we kind of finished up that little saturday deal right but uh on tuesday and wednesday i got travis which is a a professional guy in canada in saskatchewan in, in arkansas which kills hundreds of geese he's a great guy and
2: yeah travis six, uh six, fishes with me and james
3: yes he does he fishes with a lot of guys Travis, he's like six foot yeah. seven big old boy and he brought me some good fishermen with me and uh
2: yeah, when we you know, need to wade the ship channel, I throw him out.
3: And he he, he will
1: out there, man. <laughs>
2: oh,
3: God, oh my! Those two days we had was unbelievable. Uh, I just can't even tell you. So it's just uh, the first day we're we're fishing some flats, and the fish kind of moved out of there. We're catching some, you know. We probably caught maybe eighty fish that day, but nothing real big. Maybe five and a half, but nothing nothing great. Uh-huh. But the next day, man, I said, hey, man, uh, <clears throat> we pull out of those fish about nine o'clock and i go into some deep rocks and there were so many fish in here mickey uh we caught over 100 fish over probably three to four pound uh the small ones i mean it was hard it was right. there were hardly any keepers in there most of them were four or five pounders and there were so many fish mickey you're fighting fish and there'd be four or five fish come up the boat next to him, and my guy would just take the little jaunt and just jig it down like a cane pole right in front of the guy with the fish <laughs> and hook another fish under him. it was just like this is sick this is something out of a dream you know it's just uh and I'm just sitting there working the boga grip and a pair of pliers and they're eating that little John watermelon red off the poles. I don't know what was going on that day. They're hitting everything, top water, uh, double D's, but that watermelon that it's that watermelon with the red flake, that double XL. And, uh, wow. you know, they're thick when you're just sticking that thing down there like a pencil This has no action just jigging. I mean, you got to work it to get some action. When you just sit it down in front of a fish, you eat it, you know, they're on that color. But, uh, I sat there and, and shot videos till my phone went dead, Vicky. <laughs> you know but the cool thing is when I'm, I'm catching these fish in deep water out of the boat, and so I can stick the camera down right next to their face and hear all that slurping and popping and blowing that water out of the gills. You hear all that jaw snap and stuff? I'm Isn't that telling cool?
2: you, man. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, you know. That was some jaw jacking. It was,
3: it was, you know. But, uh, and so then it gets better, so. The next day, I got Chris and Julie Coulter, the guy that has Chris's marine, my right. my guy that takes care of me, you know, with the hanging and all that. And I'm nervous, you know, and I'm thinking, my God, those fish will just stay in there. and We'll have the day of our life, you know. And Julie's looking for a personal best; she's looking for something really big. <clears throat> so we get in there, and of course, the next morning, let's see, this must be this is Thursday. I get them on Thursday. So the next morning, it's just dead calm. I mean, the gnats are flying. I mean, it's just so calm you won't believe. And I see Chad at the bank, and Chad and I are talking, man, I don't like this calm wind, because I know I don't like this calm wind. We need some kind of ripple, you know, to get on these fish on top of stuff, because it's, sometime when it gets so slick, Mickey, it it's just a hard bite, you know. Right. So, I pull down in this massive bunch of fish I've been on, and I pull them there, and the bait's in there, and everything, you know, but it's slick, real calm, and I ease in there, and I'm about six or seven foot of water, and these fish are down on some deep rocks, you know, and. We start flipping out there kind of slow, nothing real happening. Boom, Chris hangs one, you know, about four or five pounds, starts rocking the top. Started out slow, then those babies started turning on. And Mickey, man, we caught some big fish. And we're catching a lot of four to five to six. You know, we'll have, we have, we had some double, double, triple six, triple sixes on where we had like three, tri- three fish over six pounds at one time on. That's how good it was. Mm. And so that video that I sent you was uh, Chris and Julie double hooking up you know, that double hookup thing. Right. And so I said, Hey, look guys, I know with all these four five and six here, there is a code here somewhere. So get ready. I said, whatever you do, change your lead. Like in other words, when you come in, you've got a couple little frays around that hook, cut it off.
2: Because yeah, this is what's going to happen. No doubt. Gonna, we're going
3: to be all excited. Yeah. We're going to be all excited and all pumped up and we're going to start catching these fish and just not pay attention and have a fray in that line from something. And that's when you're gonna get your fish. It's Murphy's Law. That's when that big one's gonna hit. You know, that's just the thing. So we kept everything, everything good. And I, I pulled up this one spot and I told Chris, culture, I said, Hey man, I've caught a lot of big 30-inch fish in this spot. <laughs> Mickey, I no longer said that. And he hits this fish, and it comes atop. It's dead calm, con- it's making a wake on top, like a like a porpoise. I'm going, Oh my god, it's coming toward the boat, Chris Christmas. I don't know what that is, it's making a wake. I said, crank the handle, Bubba. He's coming to you. Crank the handle. And he got about five foot from the boat, come to top, and here's this pig, 30-inch plus trout, just puking out shad all over the top of the water, you know, just making that stuff just and just rocking. And so I'm trying to get the trolling motor turned away from him. He's coming under the boat so he doesn't run under the motor, you know. So I turn the trolling motor, and Chris going around in front, we're fighting that fish, fighting that fish. And I don't know where to get the camera going, to video this pig, or get the net, or get the boat. I mean, it's, all, it's just like everything's <laughs> happening so fast, you know. It's just like we're just, we're just, just like a Chinese fire drill. We're just running around like crazy, you know. And finally that fish starts rocking the top off the top, you know. And he's right in the middle of these deep rocks. I said, I said, Chris, you let that thing go down. It's game over. I said, you've got to keep him up off these rocks, you know. And finally I get, I get to where in that position I think does a triple limby, and comes off. And we just, just comes unbuttoned, you know. So I go, oh God, it's just, you know. That's just the way that goes with a big fish. But you, at I least know. you know that when you're in those big fish, it's going to happen. You know, those big fish are going to happen.
2: Yeah, when you got that many four to six pound fish, there's 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 a wall hanger in there.
3: Yeah, we lost two
2: fish. Yeah, we lost two fish this last week. They were thirty
3: inches plus. And the week before, we had one jump off that was probably thirty two. When I was with James and Barry, that one fish that jumped off was probably thirty two. So there is some monsters in here. There's not many. You know, at the time I look back at the records of May, we in the old days, thirty years ago, we'd caught several thirties by now. But it's many twenty fives and twenty sevens, just think about next year. If we oh, get to get there, man.
2: The yeah, we get one more year ish. of this. Sure.
3: Yeah. You know what? We're gonna get one more year of this. But uh I mean it's uh it's been hard to sleep and hard to get my shoulder hurts so and just you know, it's just amazing, but you it's a good pain, Mickey. <laughs> it's a good pain. Yeah. <laughs>
2: There's no better pain than fishing pain. If you're gonna no. if you're gonna deal with chronic pain, fishing pain, so, <laughs> yes, especially when you're catching them like that, who cares? Yeah, it's just stupid. Let it it's, hurt. I, I, yeah,
3: like James said, it's just stupid. And then of course our surf fishing is nuts right now. It's going on too. God, oh my. so it? I tell myself. So I tell myself yesterday I said, hey, you got the day off. Don't take your fishing rod to the beach. <laughs> so I go. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: I, Come on. Yeah, man.
3: right. The last thing I do when I shut the door, I stick that stupid rod and I inside the truck, you know, and I go out to the beach and Red's out there, my buddy, smoking 27 inches in the surf on top water. I go, okay, I'm broke. <laughs> I'm going to go get some fish. You know? But uh, it's funny. Our surf's real sporadic. You get into them in, in one spot and they're gone. Uh, they're really just little pods of them around. Tons of bluefish in our surf right now, Mickey. But we've got Bill some big Bill trout Watkins
2: told me that this morning. Everybody on the jetties over at Sabine yesterday were just losing everything to pound and a half, two pound bluefish by the millions.
3: Yeah. Yeah, they're 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 blowing stuff out of the water here. It's it's a lot of blues right now, but a lot of troutness surf. it's good stuff. I'm sitting on the beach. I, I didn't I put the umbrella up in coronavirus in the tailgate and about a five pound trout swims right down the beach, about five feet from me. Oh, wow. <laughs> my God! Oh my God. Carol runs, grabs the rod, the paddle tail in front of it, and right when it hits the water, a piece of ma- a piece of seaweed gets on it. Of course, you misses the fish, but it's just hard not to take a rod to the beach this time of year because you're going to
2: see them. It's uh, it's uh, I'm surrounded by them, Mickey. I'm surrounded by them. <laughs> Sitting on the beach without a rod and reel when it's like that. Well, I'm looking at radar. You got a pretty good, uh, pretty good bit of nasty weather heading your way. Really. Yeah. We got we got the Beach to Bay Marathon right now. We got thousands and thousands of people getting ready to run from the beach to the bay, well, and I'm yeah. not even going to try to get out of the house, man. They're uh, they're going to find out about weather this morning. Oh, uh, I didn't I didn't even look at the radar. I've just uh, yeah, it's still so north, about north northwest of you, and it is moving straight to the beach. Okay, and they get cooled off a little bit, man. But, I hope uh, nobody gets hurt in that deal, man. It's coming from San Antonio. It already cleared really? there and headed your way. Yeah. Wow. Well, I may just.
3: Sit. I may not go to the beach. I'm all. I got a top water tied on right now. And I said, "Man, don't do it. Your shoulder hurts. I can't hardly throw one out. You know." But I'm. got I've shoulder one is schedule. bothering you? Both of them, but the right one's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> it's my money shoulder, man. My money shoulder's going down, Mickey. It's not good. Yeah, <laughs> that's, you know, that's what I make good. a living with.
2: Uh, make a living with this shoulder, in. Man, man but, how do you paddle a surfboard?
3: You know, That's really helps. So splunting because I get in the water and it hurts and everything. And after about an hour or so, it kind of loosens up. But I think it keeps some of that arthritis out of there just by moving it around. But uh, if the problem with me and surfing now is is your timing is not like it used to be. You don't move as quick as you used to be, and so uh, my getting up's a little. Little, little slacking sometime on a big serve. I eat it sometime on those big waves. But I just can't get on top of them
2: just like I used to.
4: But
3: anyway, I'm still out there rolling around, so what the heck?
2: Still doing it, man. That's all that matters. Hang on, <laughs> Cliff. Let matters. me knock this breakout. Let's talk some right, more. I'll be right back to you. Oh, well, you know, folks, the Belleville Meat Market, they're located right in downtown Belleville, a short drive from Sealy, all 510 or Hempstead at 290. And this week, they're double featuring. Cheddar, cheese, pecan smoked sausage, and double black pepper pecan smoked sausage. Try it before you buy it. Free samples are always available there in their store. And on special, 85% lean ground beef, just $3.59 a pound, bulk price, wrapped any way you like it. And they're now serving homemade hot dogs and pulled pork in their barbecue section. They're custom processing pigs and calves all year long. Or you can order a half-calf or a half-quarter. To be processed any way you like. Wild Game Processing is still making Vinny Dogs and Hog Dogs. That's homemade hot dogs using your own venison or wild pigs. And it uh, gives you something to bring home from your hunt the entire family can enjoy all year long. They're celebrating over 41 years serving the greater Houston community. That's the Belleville Meat Market, where meat is our middle name.
1: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show.
2: Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, 619 here in the Bayou City. Let's go back and talk some more with Captain Cliff Webb. All right, Cliff, we're back, bud. All right, man. That that storm's coming, huh? Man. Mm. That's what it's showing on radar. It's uh. Mm -hmm kind of north-northwest of you, moving right your way.
3: Yeah, they got the uh, babes on the bay today, too, that big tournament. Uh-oh. And it's going to be out of here, too. It's going to be crazy. Well, that's why that,
2: that storm's there. there. There's a tournament there.
3: <laughs> yeah, that and the, all the runners, man, i am telling you what. But, man, I, I don't know if I sent you that, that one little video. of Travis, he's he caught so many fish now, he's sitting on the bow. He's sitting on it, and he's flipping out there. And I got him catching that big trout that's flipping out there in front of him. Did you see that one? Yeah. Or just, I don't know if I sent you that one, but that was that was pretty good when you just you're so tired you're sitting down catching big trout like that That was pretty amazing, but <clears throat> I tell you what i a lot of fish I just snap that bow grip and take them out, so I got to know a lot of fish. a lot of them seen me this last week, so I'm kind of worried that they're going <laughs> to be a little because I was face to face with several hundred of them this this week, and I know a lot of them are going to remember me, but anyway <laughs> it was good. We killed six fish, Mickey all week six that died six fish out of hundreds. Isn't that amazing? We brought in six. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Six trout, you know, and that's just, and we're not, taking in six like that, you're not hurting nothing. You know, you're catching hundreds of them and and, and, in four days, you kill six in four days, you're not hurting nothing. And I, you know, there's plenty of 17 to 23 inch fish. So it's not a problem to keep a few like that, but where everybody's on the old page of of letting these big ones go, it's great. But uh, It's a, you know, it's so funny because I look back and this is probably one of our better mates making Mickey. In several years, uh, we've got a lot of fish. This is a great trout year. Something's just, something's just right when you get those years and you know everything's in here. I think we got a lot of tide runners in here
2: and just a, a lot of a lot of good fish. It's just pretty impressive. Yeah, it is. It's uh, those tide runners are saving our bacon right now. That's what I heard. You got them coming in, and They're you said you had in. more sharks you got more sharks. What's
3: that from? Just salinity level it's just, up just Well, down?
2: it just uh, it seems every year it's, they're just more abundant. They're just uh, uh-huh. they're just taking over. It's crazy.
3: Is that maybe because the shrimpers don't catch them in bycatch?
2: Is that, well, why are they so far Or You know, there's not as many shrimp boats working to keep the sharks away from the fishing grounds. That's you know? what you were
3: saying, too. That in other words, they're following the shrimp boats instead of following the, the fishermen. <laughs> that makes right. a lot of sense.
2: Yeah, That it, makes uh, a lot of sense. I hear a lot of stories.
3: (laughs) We don't see shrimp boats here. You know, all my life when I was a kid, there's shrimp boats everywhere. You don't even see a shrimp boat anymore, unless it's a croaker boat going out in the bay and getting croakers. But you just don't see the shrimpers like you used to in the bay here at all. Hardly any.
2: Exactly. Just nuts,
3: you know. But uh, we don't have a a shark problem. We're starting to get a skipjack problem. (laughs) They're starting to show up like crazy.
2: They're Um, back. (laughs) They're back,
3: you know. it's, they're not where I'm at, thank God, but I'm hearing stories where they're just you can't even throw a lure out without catching a skippy. That's all good. It's, uh, and I think what's helped me this week is our condi- weather conditions, Mickey. We've had that perfect, you know, four, five or six mile an hour wind where you can fish open field, and uh, mm-hmm. that's what I like about this time of year. You get all those those strong winds and uh, April where you're fighting conditions, you're on one pattern and the wind's too high, and so you, But right now, I can go right back and, and hit three or four places. I'm gonna find them. But as soon as the school's out, we're going to have a lot of pressure down here. So, that's uh, things are getting ready to change. But right now, it's it's unbelievable fishing, Mickey. Man, really something.
2: That's so awesome to hear. You know, it's just. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you guys, y'all really take care of your fishery. I mean. Yeah, you know what? It's true. It's, uh, it's, and it's, if it, people are seeing it, I,
3: you, some days you go to the cleaning table and you hardly see trout, and some days you'll see a bunch. And a lot of it are some of these tournaments that have the dead, dead weigh ins and they got to keep their three trout. But they just had another tournament this weekend. It was all live weighing. If your, if your trout was dead, you can't weigh them in. You know, that's pretty amazing. I like that. That seems to help. Uh, I don't know what that, uh, babes on the bay tournament is. Um, uh, if it's, uh, what the, the, the back limit is on that one. I'm not sure, but that is a big tournament. It's probably live, live uh, video stuff too now. I forget how
2: many gals are in that tournament. It's pretty uh, incredible. Somebody told me the other day, and I can't remember the number. It's, it's, it's ridiculous, is what it is. Yeah.
3: You know we have so many great
2: women. You know, if anybody's looking was, for a new wife, they should have been in Corpus. Well. <laughs> yeah, they should have been. A in new corpus. wife that likes to fish. Hey, and outdoorsy man, type. you can check out her good fishing Lord. equipment. You know,
3: ah, that's a good idea. She, you knows she got a she got a waterloo rod and a good reel, a good you know thirteen. I mean, that's, that's the one you're looking doing. for right there. baba. she tie good knots. She's knot, single. You know. <laughs> yeah, then go to the flay table, see how she does there. You
2: know. Yep.
3: That's, 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 that's good. There you go, stuff.
2: guys. Y'all are. If you're chasing <laughs> these pencils around, you ought to be in Corpus. <laughs>
3: hey, we got so many great anglers last year. I had some great women come down with their own wading belts, pop out of the boat with their husbands and sons and stuff, and just get it done, handle their own fish. It's just amazing. Just like, just like Julie Culture. You know, she's caught over 200-something marlin. You know, she's swung all that big stuff. She's, she's an amazing fisherman. I'm so glad to get the fish with her. I had no idea Chris's
2: wife was that good. She's amazing. Oh, there's some big time lady anglers out there man jeez man hey i i got my butt kicked all the time by my mom back in the day yeah man she made me fish you, beat her, <laughs> that's you, right. better, you better get up extra in the morning and coffee up and get ready because it's coming mm-hmm. <laughs> the beat yeah, down is stuff, fixing dude. to happen <laughs>
3: the beat down's coming man that's all right though i like it but uh and that that's where i'm at in my in my guiding career, I'm at with I have some of the very best fishermen that kind of do their own thing, and I just kind of sit in the boat and get them on some fish and watch them go. It's just really neat. It's, it's, it's some teaching to it, but a lot of them is uh, they've already got it, or they're teaching me something. That's yeah, like correct.
2: Travis, that bunch you know? right there. Just uh, uh, just, just park the you boat. you yeah, park, park the, the boat. boat even close to fish, they're gonna find them. They're gonna. They were them.
3: smoking. And the guy Taylor he had with him, Taylor was good, too, man.
2: He had a young man. Hey, that too, little booger, man. he's a good golfer, too, man. Yeah.
3: That's what I heard, man. He can, he's a stick he hit in the a water, down.
2: He can catch a trout. <laughs> I, was just, I was
3: standing there, there. The other guy had waited off somewhere. He got, the other guy lost a monster trout. He said it was, it was over 30 that hit oh. the lure like five feet in front of him of the top water and missed it and came back and almost hit him in the chest, Mickey, and blowing wow. the thing out of the water. And he said, if it, if I would have hit that thing and it ran toward me and stuck the lure in my chest, but he was all excited, but I was watching. Uh, I was watching uh, Taylor and, and Travis sitting there, and they were just double hooking. I'm just sitting back in the boat going, "Man, I'm hurting. I should go over there, but this is awesome." Just watching, just one after another, you know. And they're so good because when one would get on a pot of fish, big ones, the other one ease over to them and they whack them. Then they spread back out and search and get back on another pot. They pull back together. They want to search, search and destroy. Them. It's just funny hey, how you one watch
2: thing fish with them. Short. They don't walk through the fish either.
3: No, they don't. They stop on them.
2: They're, they're exactly.
3: good. Yeah, you guys got them trained good. Thanks.
2: <laughs> I don't think that,
1: I no, think these guys are train, already trained. They trained <laughs> these guys are already trained. Yeah. <laughs>
3: they were good, man. And uh, He was looking at his goose pictures. I hey, go, you boy, know, I some
2: people just them. have it and some don't. And those yeah, guys it, have buddy. it. They just, it. you know. They
3: got it, man. They got it. I'm just having a hard time keeping up with all this talent, but that's all right.
2: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. The older we get, it's
2: going to get harder and harder. <laughs> yeah. I'm starting to realize that, but I'm not fighting. I'm just glad to be there, buddy. That's all it, that's all that matters. That's all that matters, man. That's I uh I went from drag ripping to perch jerking this past week I was <laughs> <ravering> and <laughs> and went meat fishing. Oh, yeah, that was fun with are. all, oh, all right. your buddies. You to, and,
3: how, how, was that? how was that?
2: Oh, we had a blast. I mean, we went up there and spent the night Sunday night, fished Monday and Tuesday and then came home and uh just hanging out and Hanging with the old Randy Deerman. old cod. Oh, you lucky dog, man! That's good stuff. He's good a stuff. guy, man. Mm-hmm. That's good. We just that's good stuff, man. Spend hours on the boat and a lot of good, uh a lot of good talk. <laughs> <laughs> I bet so, up. so. Well, I hope I get you down here sometime again this time.
3: I'm going to come up there. We got to get together again before it's too late. On, <laughs> you know, yeah, I yeah that's that. right. I'm get no younger, man, <laughs> we'll get together soon. I, I definitely mean, everybody's
2: dying again. off. Uh, I saw where Jim I got Brown died yesterday,
3: man. That was oh, I nice. know it, man.
2: And and Glenn Hornsby
3: died. You know, God yeah. Almighty, he's been around forever. You know, used to fish with him, and you know Glenn had pancreatic cancer twenty years ago and beat it. That's just That's amazing.
2: One in a million, right there. That's mm-hmm. something you usually years. don't walk away from, right no, there, sir. buddy. It's really good stuff, man. But he was, a, he was he was a good one. But he he made it through it and
3: lived a good life and caught a lot of good fish. Yeah, it's, it's funny how you, you,
2: you're losing some of your good ones now. Mm. Yeah.
3: That's all right. I've yeah, got plenty is. of them coming up. <laughs> we got plenty of good ones coming up, Mickey. Well,
2: yeah, anyway, we do. There's a
3: new crop every week.
2: Here oh, they come.
3: Man, new crop every week.
2: Move over, uh, Rover. I see,
3: I see a new guide boat with patches all over them every day. I never see so many stickers and patches in my life on these yep. boats.
2: Yeah. My God, man! Let's draw. build like dreams, build it and build they will come. It. That's
3: it, buddy. That's it,
2: man. Well, I'm glad to see y'all's fishery on on yeah. on top right now. That's that's good yeah, to hear. Fire making. I it can't is, wait till I, I can say the same thing about mine. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I live long enough to see it one more time. <laughs> one, one more good run at them. Yeah, well, I'm I'm thinking you will. I'm thinking you and will. I'll, I'll give it to him. They can have it. One more shot. hmm I got you. All right, Cliff. Well, hey, buddy, watch that weather back to the northwest. All the red stuff's headed. I mean, beeline and straight for Corpus. It's not moving. Yeah, I might just have some breakfast. breakfast. I think I might just rest my shoulder, and have some breakfast, let it go on by. Yeah, and I had a had a listener earlier. He's wanting to put a, or he's going to. He's putting a group together to come down and fish with you. And he said. Is there any way you can send me some of those videos Cliff sent you and I sent them all to him? (laughs) (laughs) No,
3: no, Hey, I'm doing
2: PR work for you here, bud.
3: (laughs) That's why people say, put that on. I said, don't you dare put that on social media, man. Don't you dare. (laughs) No,
2: No, this guy, he doesn't have loose lips. He won't sink Good, good, good. (laughs) All right, brother. Hey, if somebody wants to fish with you, Cliff, throw your number out, buddy. I'm an area code 361-949-0707. Hey, thanks, Mickey. Hey, thank you, bud. See ya. All right, bud. All right. Okay. That's Captain Cliff Webb down in Corpus Christi. I got some pretty good weather heading at him. Pretty good thunderstorm heading that way with a front line. But anyway, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about the 34th annual CCA Texas Star Tournament. That's going to start up Memorial Day weekend. It'll run all the way through Labor Day. All summer long, you got a chance to win all these great prizes that the Star has for you. They're brought to you by your Texas Ford dealers, Tilson Homes and Academy Sports and Outdoors. You can sign up today and take advantage of over a million dollars in prizes and scholarships. Inshore and offshore divisions 120 tagged redfish released in Texas inshore waters with other species to fish for, like gaff top, drum, and sheephead. And offshore fish for great prizes when you catch red snapper, ling, dolphin, and kingfish. Go to startournament.org. For rules, entry, and prize information. And the CCA Star Tournaments brought to you by great sponsors like Mercury Marine, Shiner Bach, Hall Power Polaris, Mouty Boats, Texas Fish and Game Magazine, ABC 13, Cryptek, and Coastline Trailers. Go to StarTournament.org, call 713-626-4222, sign up today.
1: Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents the Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman.
2: Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. Final segment already. My, house time has flown by today? 636 here in the Bayou City. Hope everybody catches them up today. All right, let's go up to Lake Livingston. Pinwall Campground and Marina. Let's check in with Mr. Harry Detant. Harry, how hey. you doing, bud?
5: Uh, we're doing good this morning. How are you this morning, Mickey?
2: I couldn't be better. It's all good, my uh, friend. Thanks for asking.
5: Well, it's uh it's going to be a should be a pretty nice day. We've got we kind of got about like a seven mile an hour wind out of the northwest coming in at us a little bit, but that's that's not a whole lot. So it it ought to be pretty good. Uh, uh, I think we're going to have a uh, uh, hopefully a nice day today. Uh, you know things really turned around for uh, Livingston this week. I mean, you know the Whites—they came on like game busters this week. I mean, my gosh! Right. I mean, they—you know when they when they come, they—I saw I saw one school of, of white bass, Mickey, and I bet it covered—I uh, don't know—I bet it covered two acres of land. I mean, it was a huge. It was a huge school of fish, and, and people coming in and out, and, and uh, uh, particularly yesterday, uh, uh, seemed like everybody had come in. I said, "You can't ask if they caught any fish." And they said, "Yeah, they, everybody limited out yesterday." I guess you know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, when they when the, when they showed up, they showed up really well, you know. So that's good. So uh, we've been kind of waiting on them. Uh, uh, that's doing good. Uh, catfish, they're still on top of that bulkhead. They're, I mean, they're still catching tons of catfish. So you could you could really double dip. You know, you could go early in the morning and catch your catfish, and wait till about nine o'clock and go catch your white bass and also. Right. Uh, every, uh, everything's really pretty good. We hadn't had any rain this week, uh, uh, just, uh, not that I can remember anyway. We kind of got out of that. Looks like we got. Several more days of uh, of days without rain, so that's that's good and good. He'd give us a chance to kind of dry out uh, you know we're about you know we're about six inches above pool here on the lake and I think the release is around uh, all twenty two twenty two eight or twenty two yeah. six like yeah, that. I looked
2: uh, this morning. Y'all are at uh, almost a foot above pools. What my deal showed. Well, that was from yesterday. They didn't have it revised yeah. yet. And twenty two five, I believe, yeah. is the release. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. Uh, so, well, and then too, you know, Mickey, uh, I looked up upriver at the gauging stations, and you know, we st- the river's starting to empty out. We still got about like uh, six thousand cubic feet of water uh, down at uh, around Crockett. But up above it, you know, it's down into 11, 12, 1,300 cubic feet. So the river's starting to let out. They should be slowing this release down a little bit.
2: Yeah. Of
5: course, that's always a, you know, when they do that, uh, at least here on Livingston, when they slow the release down, it's going to let that mud line spread right back out. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that isn't going to help things. But uh, things should settle out, should settle out pretty quick. Actually, we've had to this has probably been uh, one of the best weeks we've had here on Livingston uh, in a while. We really have. I mean, the weather weather cooperated. I mean, we've had some beautiful days. Uh, it didn't rain on top of us, and and, and the fish are biting. So can't, you can't ask for a whole lot more than that. You sure can't. But uh, but anyway, uh, we got what Memorial Day weekend coming up next yes, week. Yes, sir. I guess hopefully it'll uh hopefully it'll be a good one you know i was telling somebody we was talking about everything in general you know but yeah, at least for us here at penwa uh you know april was not a good month april was normally a good month but april this year wasn't a good month it seemed like every i don't know every every weekend in april uh it rained on top of us or had a better weather forecast and you know it kind of slowed things down but i uh this month, it's it's looking a lot better than it did in April. It sure did. So, you know, we had not had quite as much rain, and and uh, uh, you know, people they go around the fishing forecast. Everybody, if they're like me, I look I look at the weather about ten times a day on my phone. You know, just uh, see what's going on. But uh, but everything should be good. In fact, you know, there was I got a real tickle out of it. Uh, there was a. a, a a couple and another fella, that is all together, but they in different boats. And and uh, they came in here, and they'd never been on Livingston before in their life, you know. And I was talking to them. They was wanting to catch some white bass, and and I said, I said I'll get you pointed in a, a real easy direction, something that you can find, you know. And it ain't no secret spot. It's just a spot, you know. But it, but it's easy for people that's not used to the lake to, to find, right. you know. Anyway, I told them they they took off and, and uh, you know about I don't know two and a half hours later. Here that lady come back in the store and get a bag of ice and they had their boats on the on their trailer and <laughs> and uh, I said uh, y'all y- y'all have trouble? Are you going home already? She said no, we we limited out and we're going back <laughs> home. <laughs> you know, I mean it made me look pretty good. I guarantee and all, but. But now they get out. They got out yonder never, never been on the lake before. Didn't, didn't know, didn't know up from down or anywhere where to go and go yonder and limit out in two hours and back. Had their boats back up on the trailer and they're heading back out. So I, I thought that was a good day for them. I really yeah, did. Yeah, good
2: did. for them. That's awesome. Yeah.
5: Yeah, they did pretty good. So they'll so definitely anyway, be back. They yeah, they'll, they'll be back. I wouldn't be surprised to see them tomorrow or the next day if you get home. But, but i I'd, ne- I'd never seen these people before in my life, you know. What I mean, but uh, but evidently they did they get it. A, they did a good job. <laughs> they did a good job. missed a couple of hours, and they, they was back on the trailer heading heading home, you know. But but anyway, that's that's a good deal, you know. We need some days like that, you know. But you know, for, you know these the fish are running in these larger schools this year, right? And and it's it kind of, in a way, it kind of reminds me of quite a few years ago. You know, I mean, there a lot of years ago, Mickey, I could head out of here in my boat and I could hit Indian Hills Point and point that boat towards Walker Lake and the sky would be blue, you know, and you, all you'd see is a big old white tornado of with big white birds circling around and around. And, mm. you know, you knew you had a payday in front of you. All you had to do was hit it, you know. And, right. Uh, it seems like at the moment that uh, all the fish are running in these larger, large schools. They sure are, and uh, and you know, here in the years past, we've seen we uh, we we've always seen schooling activities, but I hadn't seen the larger schools like I've uh, been seeing here this week or so. So, anyway, that, well, that's that's good. That's yeah really that's good. good i mean you know, that means the population's alive and well it sure is so uh but you know the only bad part we've had you have to kind of watch it on Livingston. you know we haven't had that much water coming down the river but but it's been a while since we hit like 25,000 and and really 25,000 cubic feet a second it's just a walk in the park for Livingston. it's not much but well, you what know, we we've subscribe. seen over the
2: years, man, that's seventy and eighty and ninety thousand CFSs. Oh, yeah. that's uh we've seen uh-huh.
5: some big floods in the last eight or ten years, buddy. Yeah. yeah, that's that's stepping in tall cotton, but you know mm-hmm. when we was doing that, it kept the banks worse, you know. Well we went a year or two or whatever, you know, and, and mm-hmm. uh on these lower lower release like last last summer and all, you know, we was just trickling out of here. Well, now they bump it up to twenty five thousand and all the debris and stuff has came back on the bank line and and when the river goes up, it's just picking it up and washing it down into the lake, you know and there is uh there's quite a few floaters and stuff you know yeah, it's not you just kind of have to watch what you're doing i mean it's not it's not crazy bad or anything, but you just kind of have to watch it just a little bit. Well, that's the way down.
2: Rayburn was when I was over there fishing, crappie fishing this week with Randy. Uh huh. Two and a half days that lake came up a foot and a half, and uh, you could see where it would get up against the banks where all that buildup had been, and it was floating a lot of it. Uh huh. Y'all
5: catch some crappie, Niggy?
2: Yes, we did. Sure did. That's had good. a good trail. Yeah,
5: Randy's good to go with all. Yeah, he sure is. Yeah, <laughs> hey, that's he's a good old guy, man. He is, you know. Uh, when you said his name, the it, it, first thing that went through my head is uh, it was a lot of years ago, and and uh, uh, we had one of our white bass tournaments out of here, and and you uh, and had to uh, he had to have a boat check in the morning, and I, remember, uh, I think Randy and Slade both they uh, showed up down here. They was gonna fish in it. And, and anyway, I checked them. But my gosh, you know, their 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 rod lockers was full of rods. You know, And I said, <laughs> and, you know, you can only have two rods on the boat. And he said, I know that Harry. but we're just going to leave ours in the in the rod locker. I said, you know, we can't do we can't do that. <laughs> we just <laughs> I'll let you do it. Everybody wants to do it. I can't do it. I guess if I had a chain and a lock, I might put a lock them down, but I didn't. You know, I mean, but but uh, but you know. Those guys fish so many tournaments, and I know I know them, them boats are loaded. They're loaded like a semi-truck, you know. I mean, they got everything on the world on them. And they are a pain in the neck to unload this down to two rods. But, but, but we had to do it that morning. It sure oh, did. Well, that was a
2: tournament but, rule. You couldn't have more than, what, two rods per boat or per person?
5: Per person. Okay. Per, you could have two rods per person. And I forget what we put that in there. And I don't remember why we did. There was a reason for it, uh, and I think I think there. uh, Well, probably somebody
2: keeps somebody from trolling with like seven or eight rods out the back.
5: I I think I think that's probably the reason. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, Mm -hmm. the white bass fish. All you need is a handful of slabs and one rod, and I always carried two rods on on mine when I was going. And the reason I did that is in case I dropped one over the side, you know, and and lost right. it, you know. I had I had a backup, but but uh, on the white bass, I mean, just you, you know, one rod. If you don't drop it in the lake and lose it, that's that's about all you need, you know. It's not like you're switching switching rods. And then you know somebody they'll uh, they'll have a one type of bait on, on one and one type of bait on the other, you know. But but. Uh, on those white bass, the secret of catching them white bass is, is be on the fish. If you're on the fish, you can just about catch them with a beer tab with a hook in it. Yeah, that ain't no joke. Yeah, it's, it's, they're gonna they, when those white now.
2: bass get lit off, they like piranha.
5: They are. They are. And all. Yeah, Yeah, they are. They, yeah, there was two guys in here uh, the other day, and they'd talk to you, and, uh, uh, they they wound up down here and, and uh, I never did see them coming back in but hopefully they had a they had a good day and all but uh, but anyway uh, you know and I don't know exactly what's going on here but everybody's looking for a for a pet spoon and uh, I don't I don't know these these stores they just they don't keep a lot of pet food I got tons of pet food if anybody needs some but but uh, uh, I, I like I told somebody like this, the only thing we got here in Livingston is Walmart. And, and uh, I think whoever buys stuff at Walmart, they buy it to fit the, the, the salt water down yonder, and, and they don't buy a lot that, that fits Livingston. But, right. Uh, I, I, I guess when you order it out of Kentucky or something, you really don't know what's going on around you, you know, to, to get stuff in. but uh, But anything, things are going good up here in Livingston. I mean, we. This is probably the one of the best. How's weeks
2: the catfish, ever. everybody still catching them?
5: Oh, man! Them catfishes. I guarantee you, if you can't catch a catfish, I mean, something's wrong. I mean, <laughs> but, you know, you just get out there early in the morning. The the shad still uh, still running pretty good, and uh, you just get after them. I mean, they're 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 doing real good. I mean, so this is the time of the year. I mean, you know, I mean. And, and, you know, and, you know, as well as I do, I mean, you know, there's times to go fishing and then there's time just to sit on the bank and cut bait, you know what I mean. But but people, they get to watching all the TV shows and stuff like that. And, and, and you know, you got to do a lot of fishing before you get into the catching and all. So that's kind of way that goes. But right now is probably probably the best time of the year to, to fish, at least Livingston and, and catch catch fish you know springtime it's always good and on the summer it's it's not very good well as we
2: warm up and these water temperatures keep coming up those brim are going to come to the bank too and start their spawn
5: oh yeah oh yes you know i used to i had a granddad uh, uh, along when i was a kid and, and he lived in mississippi and we'd go down yonder and fish on those oxbow lakes and We'd take a couple of flat bottoms and go across and you'd go back up in them swamps and, and them big old cypress trees in yonder, Mickey, and you take a cane pole and, and a box of crickets or roaches, and you could hear them brim. they just suck in the top of the water, you know, and they'd just kind of lay in beds of fish, and you take that cane pole and you go to dabbing around in yonder. My gosh, you, huh. you could catch those big old brim, you know, there's, you know, they're the size of your hand, or, or a little bit bigger. You know, but uh, those those fish are good to eat. They really are. I mean, they sure are. I mean, but but you didn't. You get in around them old cypress cypress trees, daubing that bait around. You don't. Know, you could wind up with a catfish or a black bass or a crappie. You didn't. You didn't know what was coming out of there. But uh, a lot of a lot of fish in there. That was that. Was, uh, that I really enjoyed that. That was really. Uh, you know, there wasn't the uh, that was so far back they didn't even make a depth finder then. <laughs> you know, I mean, there was uh, we just didn't a have flasher. a They had a flasher. We didn't have a live scope on the boat or nothing, and we still caught fish. you know? Yeah, <laughs> just
2: using an old flasher.
5: Yes, using the flasher. Well, you know, if if you knew how to read one of them flashers, they was really pretty good. I mean, yeah, you had to you had the but you know what I mean you know, I mean, shoot, you know, it was, that stuff started coming in, what, early 70s, I think, right? maybe, and, uh, uh, lands, I mean, the first one I got was a, it wasn't a, uh, first fish finder I got was a hummingbird, and I guarantee you, uh, if you kind of, if you kind of understood those and, and watched what you was looking at, they'd put you right on top of the fish, they sure would, I liked them, and, and, you didn't have to have a college degree to, to operate one. I mean, it was pretty it was pretty simple. You know? yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty simple, but you know, they they worked pretty good, you know. But, now, nothing like nothing like today. I mean, you know, these electronics on these boats today, I mean my it's a gosh. Game
2: changer, man.
5: Oh man, I see you. you know, a lot of these, a lot of them they'll have I don't know, what, four, five, six, seven thousand dollars worth of electronics sitting on top of that boat. That's an I understatement.
2: You. I mean, uh, I've seen some boats. Some of these boats will have two on their console behind their above their steering wheel, yeah. and uh, two or three right. on the front. Right, and, uh, right. Yeah. That uh, uh-huh. that live scope you can watch. You can get over those those uh, <clears throat> trees and oh uh, yeah, you know brush piles, and you'll see all yeah. those fish lit up on it and streaking. Oh yeah, and, uh, you can oh, see yeah. your lure. Yeah. You can drop it yep. down there in them and bring it back a little bit, your jig, and then you'll see it fall it right. out of there and eat it on scope, man. It's uh-huh. crazy.
5: Yep. Yeah, I saw one of those, one boat. It was one morning. It was four daylight, and, and he was parked across the street and come in to get a boat launch, <laughs> and then he went over to get his boat ready. You know, he lit all the electronics up, you know, and it looked, my God, it looked like a moving picture show over there sitting on the trailer. I mean, I, I mean it looked well, it didn't look like uh, uh, electronics. I mean, it looked like big TV screens on all over the. Oh boat, yeah, you know?
2: it's twelve and fifteen inches now, man. It's yeah. Uh uh-huh. Can you get I mean, the ball game on that? <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, you ought to have one that could. You know, I mean. Yeah. You know, you know, if you can think <laughs> of it, you can do it. You know what I mean? anymore. I mean, somebody's got it, but but uh, they uh, the, those electronics. I mean, they're you know, and the thing about it, man, I'm. Uh, a little old-fashioned, but, you know, it was quite a few years ago, my, I'd, I'd got a, uh, uh a new, uh, 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 depth by fish finder, and, and, but, you know, I was, I was always kind of, uh, something, uh, I, I use a lot of Lowrance, but Low, the Lowrance books are not for me, I mean, they're not as simple as, to me, as they ought to be, but, but uh, I was having a little bit of trouble understanding it. And, and uh, anyway, my son come in, you know. And yeah, he, there you He go. doesn't know his way up on the depth finder, you know. And I said, hey, Cody, can you can you transfer all my waypoints on that? And he said, well, let me see your book. And he looked at it. He looked at something in about five or ten minutes, you know. And he said, yeah, I'm ready. Let's go do it. And I, I'd been looking at it for three hours, and I still didn't understand it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they got these SIM
2: cards now. You just pull them out and download them from one to another, nothing to it. Put it on the card and throw it in the new unit. All right, Harry, I'm out of time, buddy. I got to run. Hey, throw out a number. Somebody wants to give Uh, you a call up there at
5: Penwall. That number is uh, 936-967-4752. Everybody have a good day today. Thank you, Mickey.
2: We're going to do it. You too, Harry. Good talking to you. See you, man. All All right. right. All right. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show. But we'll be back in the morning, bright and early, 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT, Houston.
4: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.